Hello, I'm AG. And I'm Leah. And this is... What are you on about? This is a show about water. We're going to un- unravel all the mysteries around the water behind the bill. We are the water... Mythbusters. This is just about having fun. So today is really special podcast because we have a special guest. We have Madhu here with us. Hello, everyone. Hi, Madhu. So Madhu is another environmental engineer, not just another, but because Leah is an environmental engineer and I'm an environmental engineer. We all work in wastewater and Madhu also is an expert in wastewater, but he is a different kind of expert. So what we're going to find out today is really about the, the stuff that Madhu does, his passion, his research and passion is in sewer systems. That's right. Uh, I don't know if uh, anyone can maintain their passion after doing a whole PhD on it, but I'm as close to passionate as I can be after spending <laughs> about five years researching sewers. So I think we're going to start from the start. Here, here, people who come here and want to listen, they want to get the basics first, and then we're going to give the twists later. So the basics is, uh, that we have sewer systems, that's or right. Sewer, and we have sewage. What's the difference between the two? So sewage is the old school sort of term for wastewater. So you okay. you'll often hear sewage, so stuff sewage treatment plant. It's the liquid. It's the stuff that smells. It's the stuff we flush down the toilet. All right. Okay. Uh, while sewers are the actual conduit or pipes that move the stuff that's flushed down the toilet. All right. Hopefully to be treated somewhere. Hopefully, Hopefully to be treated because that's the conversation. That's where we right. environmental engineers come in. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So this is the bit that lots of people don't know because people actually, uh, do you think people know enough about sewer systems? We can talk about that in more detail, but just roughly quickly. Uh, no, definitely not. Yeah. And I think even I, as an environmental engineer, didn't know all that much about them before yeah. I started researching that's them. Right. Why? Do you think because it's hidden away? I think so. It's underground. Yeah. We just sort of think about it when there's overflows, when there's blocks, when there's issues with our yeah. sewer in our backyard. My my personal theory, and I always have these theories, is that people just want to forget about it. You know, they flush the toilet, they close, they should close before flushing layer, right? Yeah, they should definitely. Yeah. By the way, you should always close the lid before you flush, especially yeah, well, if it's number two. We can have a special about that one too, but a lot of people don't do that. But before you close and flush, you need to look, no? Yes, you do need to look. Do I don't feel like you need to look. I think you can look. You can look? I do. You, do I you look. look? I look. You look. <laughs> I, like, yeah. I look. You look. I look. So you know why actually we're supposed to look because that's like coding our genetics is a bit like dogs and all of that. So that's how we find out how things are because essentially lots of the symptoms of, you know, being sick or unwell or whatever, or how we deal with uh, all sorts of digestion comes from that uh, five second observation or whatever. But I asked one of my <laughs> students says, I look because, what did he say? Because I want to say the size of my achievement. <laughs> <laughs> and I go like, but the point is you close, you flush, and you want to forget about it. So the sewer systems are billions of dollars assets around the world. They're worth billions of dollars, but they are hidden away. Nobody knows about them. That's right. We're probably looking at millions of kilometers of actual sewer line. Hold on, hold on. Millions of kilometers. Globally, easily, we'd be looking at millions. In Australia, I think we're looking at about thousands. And we're a pretty small market in the global sewer game. 
Wow. And I think we, yeah, so globally we're looking at millions of kilometers of sewer lines. So it's probably one of the most ignored assets in terms of big infrastructure I'm not big works. on these numbers, but is it like going to the moon and back or something? I think uh, <laughs> one of the <laughs> one of the things I did to make my research more accessible initially was uh, I think I did the around the earth thing. So I think wow, the, okay. the Australian sewers can go around the earth. I'm wow. pretty sure we could go around the diameter of the earth and a bit more with just the length of the sewer wow. in Australia. That just for people to understand is that pipe your your toilet, your sink, your bathroom your everything all the water that you received and leah and i talked about this how much of percentage of the water you receive using your home goes back at at, at waste at sewage yeah how much 100%. well no it wasn't a hundred because we yeah. said stuff stuff goes on the garden so yeah. we were saying no, maybe like without the garden within the house yeah within said. the house within the house it all goes like you know, it back. must be like 99 percent so yeah. It's, yeah it's almost all of it then it goes into a pipe so every house has a pipe, every office has a pipe, every cafe has a pipe. That pipe connects to a bigger pipe, which then connect to a bigger pipe. And then which then, uh, what, it, it moves? It, how it moves, it, so uh, usually, usually in, at least in Australia and some most other uh, sort of OECD countries, we'd look at that sewer probably going to some sort of treatment facility. Yeah. So wastewater not treatment. Not given, plant. not given. Let's say that. It it's is not, not given, given, not at yeah. all. In uh, other places, it just flows naturally. That's right. In where I'm from in India, most of the time it goes to open kind of channels yeah. and quite often they'll just go to the local waterway. Or, that's yeah. correct. So like drainage systems doubled as treatment, that's as, right. as, as uh, sewer systems. Uh, yes, that's right. And that's quite common even in Western countries, especially yeah. in older cities like uh, European cities where and some American cities where the sewer will also transport rainfall that's fallen onto the hard surfaces of the city and it's collected and mm. discharged into sewer drains. So this, this idea of creating like a network is, is actually fascinating. Well, how did people come up with this? Leah, do you have an idea? How did, like, what's the idea of like, like sewer system? How do you build that? How do you, who the person who came up with it? First? Well, I'm sure it was a civil engineer. It was, I think his <laughs> name was Jon Snow, like the <laughs> Game of Thrones. No, you're talking about the modern ones. Oh, oh, before, we before. oh, we're talking about before. Oh, we've got before. the Romans. Like and just the, the idea, because this thing, like, there's an old saying. I'm just thinking about like old sayings, and there is one that you know, uh, dogs don't shit where they eat. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a broad saying. So there is something, some idea, genetically speaking, in us about separation of waste and food well i mean i would have thought like originally like way back when when they were thinking about this that they didn't like the smell of it so they would go somewhere else to do it and then over the centuries i suppose they were like we can collect this maybe the smell is a code for like keep me away as far as possible well i mean i I feel like i feel like (laughs) honest i i feel like if if our shit smelt like roses, yeah. we we probably would be a lot attracted less off. to it. <laughs> what we would be, it's a, it's definitely something like what Anas yeah. is alluding to. It's like an evolutionary characteristic yeah. for us yeah. to not. I think it, it benefited people not to you know touch yeah. this touch this shit. And yeah, yeah, you know, like there's some traditions where they collect. You know, there's this thing that they collect from the ocean, right? There's lots of me- traditional medicine. You know, I just happened to come. From Morocco and there's this thing where you collect this bit from the ocean and it smells so good you know it has like a very special smell or oh, the whale thing I yeah know. the whale, oh, whale what's it called is again? ambergris, ambergris yeah, that's it. so what is that 
That is that's like essentially amber. The the, the you it's know the, waste. It's it's like a, a whale waste. I think they puke it out. It's like a yeah, sort of like yeah, a hard yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's essentially a thing. But then we use it for all sorts of medicine and thing. But it's actually perfume. 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 So we humans don't like you know the sewer system, but we perfume ourselves with the shit of whales. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> there are some strange things. We can do another episode just about that one. Oh, <laughs> but let me just tell you this. Okay, so I did a bit of research. Uh, and I just, you know, I think that there is like uh, evidence for sewer systems in the broad sense, like open channels, moving waste around in in cities that have developed you know under the mesopotamian in the middle east in china in like various places lee and i were in toledo and we visited like one of the muslim spanish uh, cities that has this modern sophisticated system for drinking water and whatever that also had like canals to take uh, all of that without pumping without so the idea of reticulating away if you will uh, the Romans have like systems for. I was saying, are we talking about Toledo? Or are we talking about Alam? No, Toledo, Toledo. The town. Yeah, the town, Toledo. We looked but at. But I was the thinking like. Yeah, Alhambra too. Alhambra yeah. was That's like the same exactly thing. the same kind of thing. Same, 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 same thing. So Toledo or whatever. All these Spanish countries have those Spanish cities from the ancient. But uh, you know the Romans, like all of that was to do with moving these things away now you go to mr john whatever mr john snow D john snow who's probably a civil engineer who modernized that idea that's right and i think he is probably one of the first people to build long networks of underground yeah. sewers in london essentially too yeah and so this london sewer system is essentially the modern the ancient modern version of the modern sewage some kind of way yep yeah. and i think it's uh, something like what leah was suggesting uh, the thames was i think getting extremely smelly which yeah. was one of the reasons why they moved it and i think initially they just moved it further down <laughs> the thames yeah, no. that was someone else's problem but uh, but in modern sewers right uh, at the moment at least usually we'll collect that waste we'll treat it to some form yeah. and then but I, I, I really don't want people to like take this negatively, right? But I go to lots of cities, I, well, pre-COVID anyway. I visited lots of capital cities in Europe. Now, because I'm a wastewater engineer, I know what wastewater smells like. All the major capitals in Europe, they smell like sewage to me. When I come back to Perth or to an Australian city, I go like, Oh, here's a city that doesn't smell like sewage. It's really true because of all these ancient systems that were there. There, it, it's just everywhere. I'm not talking about like small towns, like talking Sibia. about like big cities, big like, cities like, like Paris. Paris, London, I think, is the you know. worst one for me. Yeah, I'm, well, I, but I am told that London is equally as bad. Well, like. London has been a political battle around the sewer system in London. Every government has a strong opinion about the sewers. There Are they doing this why. massive? There's a massive <laughs> project. Has it been finished yet? About this? They're new still debating. They're still debating it. Still debating, it. Still debating the because under the, the Thames, they're building a giant sewer. I think but that's the, cost the one we're is talking about. Billions and billions, and, and they can't really get themselves to make that decision. So it is a pol politically divisive thing. I mean, going back to the engineering. But I was I was just going to add yeah. there. I, w I would say that perhaps like the Australian cities, well, perhaps I, I know the Australian cities obviously don't smell as much because our sewer systems are not as old as the ones in these like old cities. Like 
but like Australia is only about 220-ish years old, yeah. Yeah. Two, 230 years old, so, you know, relatively Hold new on, infrastructure. Modern Australia. Modern, modern Australia. Australia. Modern Australia. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I would say, you know, col yeah. colonised Australia, Colonized Australia. That's right. is, is only 230 years That's old. Right. So, and you know, also it's not combined as well. The sewers aren't combined, and that yeah. makes a big difference, I yeah. think. Uh, so in Australia, traditionally, the sewers are separate. So uh, sewers are only for or sanitary sewers, which mm. basically only transport wastewater. So, so that rainwater doesn't go there. Exactly. So rain there's a water. separate system to deal with rainwater yeah. and stuff. So that's yeah. we usually call that stormwater here, and yeah. uh, that has a separate system. I mean, other places they call them the same. It's combined, and it makes that's it right. run faster, and then therefore you have like more volume, but the strength is less. Yeah. And then uh, so there's more openings kind. around cities yep. for them to collect the yep. stormwater into the That's into right. the combined sewers. So uh, that could also result in more smells, yep. especially in the big European so cities. So this guy, was it was there a trigger? Was there like some sort of uh, uh, pandemic or an endemic that caused uh, people to realize right. that they have to do something about it? So this is Jon Snow. So I think there was I think there was a sort of an understanding by then, maybe not exactly of like germ theory and all that stuff, but. Yeah of polluted water making people sick. Yeah. Uh, I think it was cholera at the yeah, time yeah. for Jon Snow. And oh, cholera was huge. Cholera was huge. Yeah. And uh, I think there was a big cholera sort of epidemic. And they also was, the, the people complained a lot about the general aesthetic quality of the water yeah. in the Thames. Mm. So those were the predominant drivers initially. And I think they serve to be common yeah. drivers now. Um, mm. There's still a lot, of, uh, a lot of places around the world where uh, waterborne diseases are quite common. Uh, and sewers have been a, a big, big advancement in terms of global health. Huge, um, especially in especially where they're implemented. Uh, in terms of the, they probably saved more people than than probably vaccines or yeah or m like global medicine or anything. Like we've yeah. probably saved more lives with sewers than anything else. Really, yeah. I mean, that, I guess that's why there's still that massive and understandably so wash movement. You know, in in I suppose developing countries that don't have sewer systems, that yeah. don't have proper big gap. sanitation. Big That's gap right. there. There's like a big part of the population of the planet that don't have access to proper infrastructure that's right in that sense and i think that's something for us all to acknowledge the privilege of living in the western world uh, we get to as an asset we get to flush our toilets and forget about where it goes uh, yeah, that's a privilege for us uh, all to and enjoy. take it for granted but also there was a movement at some stage of like development in the developing world where people go like oh these people don't have toilets let's just give them some toilets and then they forgot about you know you flush the toilet it has to go somewhere and the biggest expense isn't really in the toilet it's in the pipes, in the networks, and you still have to make the stuff move. So how do we get the the sewage to flow through the sewer system? I was I was just gonna say before Madhu answers that, that just reminds me of that scene in Slumdog Millionaire. Oh yeah. Oh jeez, <laughs> I know exactly what scene you're talking about. Oh yeah, oh. so where where there's like a toilet yeah. that just literally it's just a hole that goes into a pile. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah. You were like, well, what was the point? Oh, there's a lot of the <laughs> lots of places. There are lots of back houses in Australia that were designed like that. So yeah. in the old days, you just basically just the collect the sludge. Yeah, you just collect the sludge after a while and whatever you use yeah. it as fertilizer or something. But uh, back to the original question yeah. of what happens once. Uh, once the wastewater or the sewer just flushed into a sewer. That's right. So usually in the local scale, uh, in people's backyards and What's houses. What's a local scale? 
just like local. like a, someone's yeah. house uh, like if you flush your toilet uh, there's probably a pipe going to a bigger pipe as yeah. the NASA suggested so these pipes are usually sloped downwards yeah. to uh, not to pumped we're just sloping them down for the, the initially gravity. we love gravity we love gravity yeah uh, we'd let gravity do the work for us so we'll we'll just well, slope then, the hold pipe. on hold on this is a problem Mm-hmm. If something gets in the way, what happens? <laughs> it goes back to your house. It goes back to your house. And uh-huh. people do get blocked lines quite and often. Uh, so And it's not pretty. Oh, definitely not. No, not. no. no. Okay. And on, right, a, so on a larger yeah. scale, when there's also yeah. things like the fatbergs, yeah, where yeah. a larger, huge... Oh, we can talk about, just hold that idea, the fatbergs. We'll hold the fatbergs. Fascina- fascinating one. Yeah, so then it goes into a bigger pipe. And then it goes into a bigger pipe. And at some point, uh, we can't let gravity do the work for us. We have to do some pumping. Uh, So it usually gets collected in a pump station. No, but the other way is that you're going to go gravity, 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 until you're like, what? You have to go up. Until you have to go up. That's right. (laughs) And then you go gravity, gravity, down, 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 until you have to go up. I, when I go to Oswater, I always like to go around and see what people demonstrate. And I was standing in this pipe, this pipe that was like taller than me, like the... so these pipes can get really big. Yep, yep. So uh, in Australia, they don't tend to be giant, yep. but especially in the big European cities where they collect rainfall as well, yep. we're talking sometimes they're two or three meters, yep. uh, even larger, like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, sort yep. of sewers from New York City, right. where they're meters and meters tall, people can walk in them. Yeah. Whilst most commonly in Australia, like a sewer main would probably be in the range of a, less than a meter, definitely. Yeah. Commonly. Yeah. We'll see if you're driving sometime behind the truck you will see that uh, you know you can see some big pipes usually like a meter and a half to yep. two meters but nothing like the giant ones in china for example yep, seems right. amazing massive ones but then you have to get that volume uh, you know see that, that's huge like so do they do they run head. full when they're that big oh when ah, they ah oh, that's a good that's thing where the phd comes in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they don't run full uh, when most of the time those big ones so they built for well they used to, I don't know if they had those things initially but uh, in Australia for stormwater infrastructure usually you'd say a one in a hundred year event yeah so a rainfall event that's significant enough for it to be one in a hundred year event has to be able so to hold be on it's separated but the why why is it significant that the rainfall event because it infiltrates it infiltrates that's, that's right the element of infiltration for those of you who like equations the equations of sewer uh, movement and volumes include that element of infiltration the big I that is usually minimal except if you have like a massive storm. That's right. or if your sewer is designed to carry yeah. the water that's right like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle mm-hmm. ones are yeah. so they usually have a small channel at the bottom mm-hmm. the one where if you can think about it it's usually a big oval with mm-hmm. a little rectangle bit yeah. at the bottom with the walkway on the sides for people to walk on when it's when it's not full yeah so only that little rectangular channel at the bottom usually transports wastewater mm-hmm. during dry weather flow when there's not much rain. And when there's rain, um, especially when there's a giant one in hun- one 100 year event, mm-hmm. then it'll probably run full. So now, we're probably looking at it running empty for about now 99% of the time. I'm just thinking about it from, from people's perspective. They go like, well, sometimes it runs because there's water, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes there's a lot of solids or like uh, stuff that doesn't. How do you make sure that it's running? That's the key. Do you want it to be running to some level? Or do you want it to be stagnant? Is no, stagnant good? No, stagnant is bad. Oh, it's I bad. think we want it to be moving. We want the water to be moving. We want it to be going to the wastewater treatment plant. That's right. The longer it stays in sewers, um, the more damage it can do to sewers as well. Yeah. And also more result in more blocks uh, at lower speeds. 
But and it also has the time to decompose. That's why we get sewer ex sewer explosions. We get sewer well. explosions. We get smelly sewers. Yeah. So uh, we wanted to be moving. We wanted to keep it fresh. We wanted to keep going. So yeah. hold on. Let me track back. We yeah. have this massive millions of kilometers of of sewer pipes. That's right. That sometimes flow fast, sometimes flow slow. Yep. But we need to keep them moving in a certain time because in a certain way because if we don't, then we have problems. Yep. That looks to me like a massive maintenance job. It's it's a huge maintenance job, definitely. And uh, that's why sewers are important. And yeah. that's uh, a reason why, <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I'm doing my research because uh, yeah, uh, sewers are a big expense to fix. They're yeah. a big expense to install. Uh, they're quite ancient and legacy infrastructures, that's especially right. in uh, older cities. And uh, yeah, we've definitely. So can we? How about we just tear 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 off the the old and put new? Uh, well, when they were when they were initially built, I think especially in the West, there was a lot of cheap manual labor available, right. which so is now, definitely not available so now. So you would fairly say that it's impossible to rebuild new sewers. It's network. impossible to rebuild an entire sewer network from scratch. It's, it's. I just want to hear it from the expert, but it's yeah. just like. I was going to say, like a lot of those pipes now are actually located under buildings, yes. like. When they, I know that like when they put these pipes down now in new developments, that they're usually in the road reserves, so they're yeah. easily, you know, accessible to yeah. you know utilities yeah. to to service them. But in the old days, they just built up on top of them. So, but there's this modern idea of uh, of what they call the main pit, or the the you know in new cities like Dubai and other places that have the luxury to build new cities from scratch, if you will, in the last 10, 20 years, they will have now this utilities main uh, like canal or whatever that they build and you can actually drive trucks into it to do the maintenance and it has all electricity, the phone, the I mean, I think if you, everything. I think if you have the luxury to do it that way, yeah. yep. it will be different. And the oil money definitely as well <laughs> to, to do. Or whatever money it is. Uh, but it's really fascinating. I mean, like it's definitely. not, it's not a simple job. So who looks after, is this like uh, every city looks out after itself or every uh, utility or it's complicated it's, it's not the same everywhere. the management is complicated definitely uh, here in Australia predominantly it's not the cities who look after it but the water utilities yeah. but very commonly it's your local municipal government that takes yeah. care of it. it it really really depends on yeah. on on where you live yeah. how they've decided to go with it so there's 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 a lot of variability yeah. in how they maintain talking about the flow of sewer which is like essentially uh, your PhD thesis we we're gonna go in a little bit more detail but uh, Leah and I were in this city of France I think it was Nantes remember we were at this red light and there's these four guys who walked essentially you know there was a red light oh they very, walked over to a manhole they walked over to a manhole they were dressed like miners they had like those suits, they had like this, uh, uh, some detector of gas in them. And then one man went into through the manhole, the second man, the third man, and the fourth man. And I said to Leah, we just witnessed the job, uh, the, a group of sewer runners uh, starting their, 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 their uh, you know, job for the day. They went into the sewer and you know, in some places, they actually have human people, human, who run the sewer. They go there physically to get the, the sewer to run. That's right. Uh, so if there's little blocks or minor blocks, uh, not Fatberg level blocks, which we will come to. Yeah. Uh, yes, they often get people down there, but they do have to be kitted out because there's they are, often... They were really funny. I was right. like, oh my God, what kind of job is that? 
But there's I think a whole there was world steam there. coming out of the sewer. There was, yeah. Design. They just opened it like casually. There was no, you know, it's not going to. It was like, like they just walked out into the middle know. of an intersection, opened up the manhole, jumped in. It was. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, I just imagine in Australia there would be like the 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 lollipop people around, and <laughs> the cones, were, and the, the cones, cones, and the high vis, oh, yeah. and the whole drama, and then people will do like the HR and the 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 the, the hazard. A lot, honestly, this is the vision that I have. I was like, oh my god, there was one man, there were three, and they worked like in line. Just in, as as the cars were stopped in the red light, and they just pulled the manhole in and, and disappeared. <laughs> I was like, "What is that? How could that happen?" Sounds very Neil Armstrong and like one small step for man. <laughs> I know, I know, it's crazy. So there are people whose job is to actually push the stuff out of the way so that the you know and then fight the rats and all of that. Ooh. So so like if you if someone say for example you were saying like small blockages matter, like yep. you you have to like send someone in to get it moving along but in australia our sewer pipes aren't that wide how do, do they do? how do they do that like they don't they don't have people crawl through do they? <laughs> no they don't have people crawl through that's that would definitely don't be allowed in even australia. sydney they don't have big big sewers uh, they might have a big enough sewer in but sydney and old big. enough yeah. but not not enough to so, really, yeah. so what do they do for those smaller pipes? so they'd usually try to flush them out yeah. either by putting uh, more water a lot more water um like compressing it Shopping, spraying the water putting more water in the sewer oh. that's right <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they put more water down the sewer which happens more often than people would think uh, even if it's drinking water quite often um, yeah. they could use uh, different chemicals to try to dissolve it so depending this is on you're the confusing people you send your people hey hey don't flush the toilet uh, too much or do number one and then let it mellow what's that saying if it's yellow let it mellow if it's brown flush it down all right <laughs> Then uh, this is where this uh, this engineers confuse. Should change me. that to be like look at it and then flush it down. <laughs> and then flush it down. So you're saying to people, don't do this, don't do that, and you're telling me that at some stage, if the sewers don't move, then we have a problem. That's right. And then we have to come in and flush them with drinking water. Yep. Ew. All right. Okay. That's Why fine. Ew? But this. But this. <laughs> well, it's weird. But the alternative, Anas, is uh, then we have a sort of public health issue where yeah. if the sewer was blocked and overflowing, yeah. then it's not just your own waste that you're exposed to, but yeah. everybody else in your in your local you community and the number of people you're exposing. Is it that we have these issues because we inherited because sewer systems you inherit? Some of them are 100 years old. Some of them are 50 years old. Some of them have. You inherit these systems that were designed for the old days and we're trying to operate them for the modern days. So we, we need to do something. We need to rethink the way we design. Can we retrofit? That's right. Uh, so that's a very, very something that's commonly associated with sewers. And I think a lot of large legacy infrastructure yeah. for us to sort of see what the new way forward is. And uh, there's a lot of different ideas with sewers for a new What's way. The most radical? Uh, I think the most radical is probably uh, no sewers or vacuum yeah. sewers for yeah. local yeah. local wastewater treatment. Yeah. Uh, so I making the things smaller. We're making it smaller. Yeah. That's, that's decentralized systems somehow. Is this that the idea of moving more to that's right set of decentralized. So I think uh, sewers are sort of have a negative connotations for a lot of people because they're the essential sort of traditional eight like a typical centralized treatment system yeah. where. Uh, sort of encourage uh, the sort of behavior that Anas mentioned where people flush and forget. Yeah. There's no local sort of connection with how yeah. your water is treated, used, 
or recycled. So are you suggesting we take people for a roundabout in the sewer, like take them for a, <laughs> for a drive? If that's, a, if that's an option, well, I think... Well, you know, Mel, uh, in, in London, one of the tours that you can take in the city is that the sewers of London is a really popular oh, tour. Oh, really? Yeah. I want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, you should, you should. I've got lots of students who go there and they take pictures and they send them to me because I, I teach them wastewater. And I go like, yeah, you go on a tour. But the point here is that, oh, the Japanese, they invented this like game uh, that... Uh, that you, you, you know, to, to oh, in that museum. It's like an amusement yeah, park the museum, slash amusement like thing. amusement park. It, uh, and they flush, they actually yeah. flush you down. They dress the you with like a costume <laughs> that looks like a poo, you know, like the emoji poo. Yeah. And they flush you down this giant toilet and you go on a journey of sewer systems as in a ride so you understand where things go and whatever that's right that's uh, it's only in japan but really that's a brilliant idea that's i know it's, i think I, we should I do that do. everywhere i, I should think we should everywhere. i think we should but you think that people need to learn more about sewers definitely i think people need to learn about where their waste goes and i think it's a fair criticism of of sewers that they represent the sort of design and uh sort of a, a bit of an old school engineering perspective yeah. where we build big pipes we build big roads we build big treatment plants yeah and when they need to be upgraded, we build bigger pipes, we build bigger roads, we build bigger. But the negative plants. connotation comes from this. Uh, I think from the movies. They are dark systems. They are old. They have rats. They have so usually there's like even connotation of saying these people they are like sewers of the world or something. I mean, I just heard one uh, minister yesterday refer to the dark web as the sewer of the internet. Yep. And I go like, man, I know the dark world is bad, but you're kind of taking us back in our water literacy. We're trying to get people to reconnect with their sewer, and you're calling the, the dark web the sewer of the internet. The sewer is good for you. The sewer is overall very, very good for you. Yeah, I think. it makes it, your health better. Yeah. And it makes your health better, it, it provides much better environmental, it uh, reduces environmental impacts of wastewater discharge. So whoever that minister, if they're listening, come on man, just go do your business elsewhere, talk about something, <laughs> like explain the dark web in other words, don't use, don't project on the sewer system, because sewer <laughs> systems are good for you, That's they right. are expensive, they are one of our most critical assets. That's right. We would have a public health disaster if uh, sewers fa if a, if a large sewer main failed, or if there was a big issue with sewers, and if we just magically lost all our sewers. I know the environmental and public health impacts. I would know be we extremely were severe. seriously concerned, and I'm sure you were as well. In uh, at the start of COVID, where people started flushing just whatever. Yep, that's in right. The tour, and we were like, "Oh my God! If your sewer system, if you break the sewer system." That's gonna be a disaster. That's right. It's possibly worse than COVID. <laughs> uh, oh, whoa, yeah, because you know we can deal with COVID with like eliminate with this, we like uh, pushing the curve, flattening the curve, getting managing the hospital, whatever. If you get every, you know, if you get the whole break the whole sewer system, I don't know what we can do, man. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we forgot about this whole thing. Going, going to those things like taking it to you know the things that people were flushing down at the beginning or I suppose near the beginning of a COVID crisis. This what? is uh, just for some context to the listeners this is because of the toilet paper shortage of mm. yeah. well, yeah, March 2020. Yeah the, the <laughs> toilet paper and tissue and paper towel shortage. Yeah. 
disposable oh. paper shortage. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, you know, wipe it, something to wipe your butt with shortage. Yeah, I think right. we'll call it that <laughs> of 2020. And you know, here in Australia, well, depending on whether you're in Australia or not, you know, toilet paper flew off the shelves, leaving people with very few things to use. So they were using toilet paper and tissues and so-called at worst i wet wipes yeah at worst i heard of cut up t- 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 old t-shirts being used uh, <gasps> i know but now people are flushing i mean i understand yep. people are flushing masks and i i get it yeah because the mask we don't tell people dispose of the mask in a certain way and people if they say well a mask is potentially a barrier for covid so if i get some covid on me I, i'm gonna flush it in the toilet to get rid of it. So people start flushing masks in there and that blocks the sewer system as well. That's right. So we have to explain it. On the mask, we need to write how to dispose of the product safely. Yeah. I mean, and I think I think people fall into the trap of thinking that, you know, toilet paper is not too different from a tissue, not Correct. too different from yeah. a paper towel. Yeah. yeah. Not too different from... They didn't know. From the dreaded wet wipe. The dreaded wet wipe. (laughs) But uh, I think we, the local water authority here is running the 3P campaign. And I think that's something that a lot of people have uh, sort of embraced, which is the the poo pee paper. Nothing else gets flushed down the toilet. Yeah. And but it should only be toilet paper. Mm. It should only be toilet paper. That's, yeah, that's right. yeah. It shouldn't be the... <laughs> please don't use yeah. random A4 so, paper. <laughs> so essentially with these complications, we have networks that are like you can... People can just imagine the streets and different different streets, different buildings, different density of buildings. You have different loads coming from different regions. Then you have to model all of that. You only You need like mathematics and you need some really smart modeling, which you have done in your PhD to be able to understand how these things move and how when these things stop moving and how we can move the things and how it can change. So tell us a little bit about that just for the average listener like myself. So uh, <laughs> as we said, there's millions of kilometers of sewers. Um, they carry billions of liters of water. So we've got, uh, so there's a lot of interest in seeing how the, how the water is carried, uh, seeing how, the, how fast it's going, how slow it's going, where it's collecting. Uh, a lot of different uh, modeling applications uh, commercially and sort of r- research-wise are being developed to help uh, ma- sewer managers manage them better. So that could be either what we talked about before to prevent the explosions, the yeah. smells, uh, which is caused by a gas called hydrogen sulfide. Yeah. Uh, but there's also something else that I was working on, which is to sort of sort of help prevent blockages, uh, yeah. look at more sort of like transport of the solids, the so sediments. The prediction of possibility of blockages. That's right. So predicting where you could have a blockage, uh, what sort of conditions would lead to a blockage. Because otherwise you rely on people reporting blockages and that's not enough. It's just... Yep. It's you kind of, you, you want to be, be a step ahead. Yeah. Identify pro- problem areas, yeah. um, deal with so that. So managers who manage sewer systems, what are they concerned about? What is, what's their nightmare? Nightmare is blockage. The nightmare is blockage. Yeah. Uh, the other nightmare is uh, severe infill or exfiltration, which is yeah. a lot of the water escaping yeah. without anyone noticing, or, yeah. or, which which does happen. So that's the risk of contamination. Of that's the risk of contamination of groundwater, drinking and so, water. So just to explain to everyone, how does the infiltration and exfiltration happen? Is it just because the sewer network is old? It's because it's old, um, and it's also from the smelliness, which we talked about before, which is a which is a corrosive gas called hydrogen sulfide. So that can damage sewers, especially older sewers, which which can be made of concrete. Uh, so it's a big concrete pipe instead of the newer, newer ones, which are likely to be plastic or PVC pipes. And uh, so, the dam- so the sewers are damaged, they're old, 
uh, they are prone to leaks either way so going they, in they, or out. They, they leak in and out. They leak in and out. And that's, that's right. The problem. Yeah. I, I I know that some people told me that they were looking for pipes in some places, and they dig down there and they looked and they couldn't even find the, find the pipes because with the time <laughs> those pipes were literally eaten by the acid that was produced by this system. So it was just basically just, um, you know, sand around them. Yeah, that's right. Just compacted earth yeah. around it. Left Correct. It. That's right. So that could happen. So the maintenance, I mean, like we need to develop some ways of like electronically mapping or scanning or something so that we can understand the, the state of these things. Well, I mean, I think they do have robots here that they that's send right. down into yeah. the they do. They do have robots and the bigger ones, people have talked about drones. Yeah. Um, so. I think I saw a good story recently where they said that they found a plaque mm. on one of the sewers underneath the CBD yep. in Perth here. Yeah, 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 I know. Did you see yeah, that? I've seen the picture. You saw the picture? Is that the sewer or drinking water? Yeah, one? that's the drainage. Uh, that's the drainage one. Initial drainage system, the historical drainage system. That's right. System. Yeah. And I think it was the uh, yeah. late 1800s or yeah. something that yeah. was from. Because that's a funny, fascinating thing. I was involved in some work in uh, Trace. Uh, you know, understanding how the old and the and the and the young sewage systems or drainage connect, and there is not much information that actually was passed on, because lots of these things were designed without maps, so people don't know where the ancient is and where the new is. So there's like a bit of a patchwork. So we've been just adding bits and pieces as we go, and now you know you have a problem and you don't even know where it is. So you know there's still discoveries being yep. made. Uh, you know about where the sewer started and how who so, built so it. So really, you're saying to, to to people out there that they, if they want to be an explorer, that perhaps they should choose <laughs> a wastewater you know, a sewage system. Oh, absolutely. There's so many stories. In fact, there's stories where people lived in sewer systems in at some stage there in the war. Uh, whatever there's a really an interesting movie called underground one of my favorite movies ever by Emir Costa Rica about this uh, uh, resistance uh, uh, group who basically lived in the sewer systems underground the movie doesn't V in V for Vendetta live in a sewer as well yeah I think yeah, so. yeah so you know there's a whole world I mean, out and, there and obviously <laughs> our favorite ones the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles of course the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so there's lots of stories so sewer systems are like a world they're like own. a world beneath our feet yeah. that's right and and I'm just fascinated that there's so many people I mean like I was gonna ask really do you like you can do a PhD on a sewer system you know it's that that's a fascinating more than one you know like the conference uh, that you went to i'm sure you had lots of colleagues who are con that's right a couple of hundred people probably who <laughs> worked right. on sewers in yeah. some form or the other yeah um, it's really interesting because you don't see all of these things you have to make some predictions there's different kind of things that flow in there you have to maintain certain flow there's uh, the weather that contributes to it. Climate change can That's affect right. it as well. So it's really fascinating. I would, I just want to say thank you to all the people who are looking after this sewer system, especially in in the COVID uh, situations around the world. I mean, honestly, COVID is has been really a really difficult time. But imagine if the sewer system is broken, that would be terrible. So thank you to all of you. Who are out there uh, running, especially in Europe, running the sewer systems, making sure it's running. And, and I mean, thank you to all the people that are only flushing down the three P's as well: pee, poo, and toilet yeah. paper. Yeah. <laughs> I just want people to have like this mental picture of like sewer networks around the world. 
and you know and there's so many things that we can talk about in other episodes you know airports do airports have sewer systems do what that happen when you go to the plane and you like do your one and two and where does it go when you are on a cruise ship i mean are we gonna talk about cruise ships <laughs> not again but but cruise ships have actually wastewater treatment systems for themselves and and there's there's a lot that is in there that's of really interest and there's modern cities that are trying to revolutionize the way i think the future is about us trying to move as far as possible from uh you know centralized systems into some new ways of of thinking so that we'll be less prone to blockages and you know and have have maybe treatments as you go do you think that the future could implement some treatments within the sewer system so that when the water arrives two kilometers down it's already treated yeah i think so there's a sort of uh, new ideas coming out which is around the use of the sewer as a bioreactor yeah and uh, yeah, so that's something that's already being looked into. Uh, what's happening now, there, there's already quite a bit of treatment happening in sewers, which we don't really account for or think about when yeah, we- Natural treatment. Natural yeah. treatment, which we, when we design our treatment plants. Mm -hmm. So that's an active area of research. Yeah. But there's also a lot of other areas of research look, looking at different sewers, yeah. putting small sewers within big sewers, yeah. or vacuum sewers, as we talked about before. Yeah. Uh, so we could look at but also, you can't just make things bigger or more modern. You have also to think that people could understand that, you know, the more you flush down the toilet, the more you pay. Collectively, we pay for that treatment. People receive a bill, but it's a fraction yeah. of what is required to maintain the system. So could you say also that if we educate people, then there will be less uh, volume of sewage uh, basically being treated? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I think that's something as engineers we don't like to deal with uh, the system of the people, the yeah. the societal, the cultural systems that we work in. We like to focus on our technical systems. We like to focus on our engineering but and there design. There comes a time where we hit the wall. That's you right. Can't make the pipes bigger and the pumps bigger. There comes a time where you have to, you know, and also the energy because you're talking about pumping, moving things yep. around is very expensive. It's very expensive to move things around, to build sewers, to build treatment plants. Uh, everything. I was yeah. say, I think probably most people don't know, especially if you're, you're in Australia, 50% of the cost in the water industry in Australia yeah. is related to wastewater treatment. Yeah, absolutely. And we're still behind in some areas like yeah. regional towns and all of yeah. that. Not. Yeah. So if you tell me, like in your, your research that you've been doing, and you are a water professional as well, you've been in, in business for a while, what is the one thing that always, that's the one thing that fascinated you about about sewer systems that you didn't know before starting your research? I think the sheer scale. I think yeah. that was something that always impressed me. I think when I, as, as I said, when I, before I started my PhD, I, I loved wastewater treatment. That's like the more interesting part of yeah. wastewater. Like you deal with the this tr actual transport yeah. is, is more like the, I don't know, like the day-to-day -day, uh, real work of wastewater. Correct. Uh, so I didn't really understand the scale, but uh, when you talk to people about the scale of sewers, that's something that constantly surprises people. Yeah. So Western Australia is huge. It's like you can fit how many Europe's in Western Australia? At least two Western Europe's, I think. Correct. Easily, in, yeah. And we have one w one utility that deals with wastewater for this whole planet. <laughs> you know, Western Australia. Yeah, Western, Western Australia is huge. We're, it's like we're an island. Half. We're our own island at the moment, yeah. actually. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, it's almost like half of Australia. I mean, like... A, a that's third, the, that's, I would say a third of Australia. That is just unbelievable. 
Like that you, you like we have pipes everywhere. Yeah, that's right. We have pipes everywhere. Um, it's quite re reasonably centralized. Like yeah. in towns, like each town will have one treatment plant. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, there are smaller towns which just have their own local septic tanks, yeah. which I guess is something to discuss another day. I know, I know. Yeah. It's really interesting. So if you live yeah. live in a regional area, I think you might be much more familiar with your own wastewater, especially yeah. if you have a septic tank. That's so. right. You live on a farm, you understand these things. But the people in the city, they have no knowledge of stuff that happens like only, this? I would say only people who are in suburbs that, you know, they've had their septic tanks removed. I think there are still yeah. a couple of suburbs. There is. Yeah, yeah, there are. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Historically, yeah. Well, it's fascinating. I think we have to, uh, you know, come come back and talk to us about this uh, another time, but this has been just fascinating. I, a I, good I, intro to sewers, I think. I know. I think yeah. it's just, I just want people to, like, just imagine, like, the sheer scale. Yep, that's of, right. Of, uh, of the pipes that we have and how many of them and how many millions of kilometers. I mean, I, you know, this is just fantastic. And the importance of them for both for our public health as yeah. well as our environmental impacts. So I think Absolutely. Yeah. Fascinating. Well, thanks, Madhu. Thanks, Madhu. And uh, please come, uh, come again another time. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me on. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everyone. All right. Well, we finished this okay, one. Bye. Yeah, bye.